sort of like the candle. Bless it then. Well, you shook it, so now it'll work. Thank you. I'd like to start with with some Corona baby vibes. All right. What are Corona babies? Corona babies um, is a proactive term for the babies that will be born in December of this year. Because mm, after everybody's on this quarantine. Hold up. They got to find something to do. Hold up. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have some things to do. They're just like blizzard babies. Like blizzard so like babies. After a blizzard, mm-hmm. when you got to be in the house, like you have this uh, flood of, of children. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about at least three weeks. Like most people are in at least three weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna I mean, I'm just let's just be honest. Yeah, we're gonna true. have we're gonna have a bit of an influx Merry Christmas. of babies. <laughs> yeah. Then you got then, you know, I don't think any of this is planned, but you gotta think about the baby, you know, the whole birthday around Christmas situation. Mm. Cause I heard that can be difficult. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No. I just had a birthday. You did. Happy birthday. Thank you. But back to you. Back to these babies. All right. If you had to guess some corona baby names, what would you what would you uh go with? Uh Rony. Mm, like Rony. Tender Rony. And then you've already got a song. Yeah. You yeah. already have a song. That's true. Yes. That's true. I my first thought is Rona. Mm-hmm. You know, probably more of a girl name. Tyrone. Ty ooh. Ooh. That's good. Tyrona. Tyrona. <laughs> yes. Tyriona. Tyriana. Tyriana. Mm. Coriona. Coriana. COVID. COVID. Covida. 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 Mm. Mm-hmm. Just 19. <laughs> Just yeah. be called 19. 19. Mm-hmm. One, nine. One, nine. One, nine. Yes, for sure. I, I couldn't really come up with any just off of virus in general, but that's probably I don't know not so to. much. I don't think you do. Yeah. Somebody might. Yeah. Someone might. There's some babies out here right now named man. after some viruses. You're right. Oh, goodness. That's a whole. Ganaria. We could go a lot. We could go a lot of places <laughs> with that. We could. We won't. We won't. Not today. <laughs> Let us know what your Corona baby name would be. Yeah. <laughs> Please send us the message. Tell us. Well, you thought about it. It's not just us. You yeah. know people will hold up in the house for the next month. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of... Kyla Woods. <laughs> Dang. I was what? Like, you was was I, I supposed you, to say Alan? I, I thought you was going to fill in for me. What is it, happening? I don't know. I, don't I go either. by the name of Alan Woods, and this it's is... Apparently been too long since we've done this. <laughs> I'm Kyla, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. And this is the Permanent Plus One Podcast, the place where marriages go to live. Amen. Welcome to another episode. Uh, Yeah, as Kyla mentioned, we are in the throes of the coronavirus uh, scenario of 2020. Uh, According to LeBron James, we should just go ahead and cancel the whole year. Uh, The NBA season has been canceled as of right now. You know, you had the the Kobe scenario. You got, I mean, it's just a lot it's a happening. Lot. It's a, a lot, lot happening. going on this year. And yet, the man is still the president. <laughs> that well, one guy. There's that. So, you know, speaking of presidents, like, you know, you got a lot of these primary elections that are happening and people are trying to figure out their lives. And uh, about 98 of the candidates have dropped out at this point that are on the Democratic side. At least 98, I because mean, there were 263 yeah, when so we, we started. S- we still got more to go, but, you know, I mean, it's just a lot happening already in 2020. 
but uh, we're here to bring you some positive vibes. Yes, we are. Um, and we're, we're talking about life through a marriage lens. So, you know, through all of these things, we're looking at it from the perspective of two people who are married and in love with family and uh, how these things affect us. But more importantly, how they affect some of the other people that we know and people that we don't know. Because one of the things that we've been talking about is, for example, here in Ohio and in a couple other states, I saw that Louisiana did the same thing today, but in a couple other states, there are government mandated periods of time that children are not allowed to go to school. And what does that mean for parents, potentially single parents, or potentially those who don't have access to the resources to find childcare for their kid that's gonna be home for three weeks and then that means that they can't go to work for three weeks. And does that mean that they still have a job when they get back three weeks from now? Uh, like there's lots of considerations. And many of them don't, many of them will still have to go to work in those three weeks. So it's, yeah. it's like they don't have a choice because they have to bring money home. So they're in a situation where they cannot miss work for three weeks yeah. in whatever, you know, depending on the landscape they work in so a lot of it also is how do we help support them in that time what are the supports that they need you know and then then you have the vulnerable population of grandparents which is typically mm -hmm. what the kind of fallback is for Definitely. a lot of yeah for a lot of single parent homes low middle income families they're relying on the older generation who has retired mm -hmm. and who has a little more time and and, and can care for the kids and they right. want to care for the kids a lot of them but they're in that super vulnerable bracket of people who don't need to be exposed to younger generations who could be carrying the virus and not know it. Right. It's a, there's a lot, there are, there's a lot of layers. Then, you know, going back to the financial side too, like when you think about the statistic that, you know, they, that we hear often, like most Americans are two paychecks away from being homeless. Two paychecks is typically four weeks. Mm -hmm. And if you're saying that people are, have this potential of being out of work for three weeks, that's basically two paychecks. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, that's a concern for us. We're trying mm -hmm. to figure out, like, how we can assist. How can we, you know, offer guidance and support to other people in this process? Also thinking about the entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, you know, specifically, you know, because I run a nonprofit that works with entrepreneurs. We got a lot of people who are out here who are caterers and other people who are having events that are being canceled because yeah. now... It's also government mandated that you can't have events where you have 100 plus people. So if you had a festival or a banquet or anything like that planned and it's getting canceled and now that's revenue that you're not generating, how are you going to replace that gener that, that revenue generation? So And 100 is the mandate. But a yeah. lot of people in <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. A lot of people are doing a lot less than a hundred, so they're they're thinking that um, you know it's it's hey, I got ten people who come to my house usually for this small group, and or I have this social you know gathering of my fraternity or my sorority, and you know I don't want some people in my house. I don't know what they bring in. I got my kids here, like so. People are being I think a little more cautious than even mandated uh, because you just don't know. Yeah, and I don't think anyone wants to take the chance. No. Which which is smart. Like it's very smart because like we we talked about offline, it's kind of like if you're the person who went who goes ahead and has your event and then, you know, you cause some sort of string to be spread around or, you know, you cause an influx in these infections, then first of all, you you probably feel terrible. But second right. of all, then At every least. you know, then you're irresponsible. So yeah. I think people are really 
limiting the risks that they're taking around it. Yeah, they. I think that they're trying to do that, and I think that they are, you know, being cautious. And, and one of the things that you pointed out was that, you know, a couple weeks ago when we saw that South by Southwest cancel, we were like, wait, you know, you were like, hey, if South by South, Southwest cancels Big and money. we know how much money that brings to the city of Austin and how long people plan for this one week thing, or I think it runs for like two weeks, mm-hmm. but either way, there's two weeks out of the year. So you got 50 weeks in the year that people are planning for this two week period and they're canceling this thing. Um, it's about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Then the and NBA cancels. Coachella. Then, you know, like, yeah, it's like just like so many oh man. huge festivals and events canceled. And it, it, it's like we talked about you, those events set the bar yeah. for other events to then follow suit. So when you're South by Southwest mm-hmm. and Coachella cancel, everyone else is like, well, if they canceled, we definitely have yeah. to cancel. I'm going to cancel my little yeah. small meeting of the minds <laughs> exactly. that was going to be reading a poetry book. Right. I mean, like it doesn't matter. And then so then you have to think about people who this is somebody who lives with social anxiety. This is like their paradise because mm-hmm. this is like, oh, now I can go home and be isolated and nobody will yes. even call me <laughs> to ask me to come out because, yep. hey, ain't nobody trying to go to But then, you know, it's also for the people who don't, you know, thrive in isolation. Like, Mm -hmm. how are they, you know, finding their their tribe in this moment? You know, a lot of people. I saw something the other day. Somebody was doing a virtual happy hour. Right? Yeah. People are (laughs) getting very creative. You got to be. You do. You do have to be. How do I still bring these people together and network in an environment? And I was like, you know, we were trying to figure out, like, you know, do you just. Are you sharing what drink you you have on your right. you know next to your laptop? <laughs> While you enjoy I it mean, in like, isolation? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I'm it's trying to see what idea. this is gonna be like. It, it sounds kind of dope. Huh. I mean, it's kind of like you know, five years ago we would have been, or ten years ago you would have been like, hey, people are going to the club and they're gonna put on headphones and right. they're gonna all listen to different mm-hmm. music. You're like, what? Now it's like, a thing. Yeah, and now so it's like it's almost like that because you're still kind of isolating yourself even though you were with other people with mm-hmm. that process. And so with this virtual happy hour, you know, who knows? We'll keep you posted. Yeah. I think that the main thing for me right now is we I am just reminded yet again, as I am very often, but even in this particular certain circumstance, even more, we are incredibly blessed and I'm so thankful. Yeah. We have everything we need. We have everything we need. We're all in, in we have more good than health. We, we have uh, an abundant more than what that wasn't the right phrasing we have that's how how much more we have abundantly more than we need and i'm just so grateful because there's nothing special about us we're just i mean we're just you know we have worked hard we we have sacrificed in order to you know have some savings and and things like that we've shift that's been a huge shift for us that we have talked about here so if you go back to older episodes we've talked about our financial well-being and how alan has really been diligent in getting us to a better financial place uh, and you said something the other day that was that I thought is really fitting right now and and very true in that this is the rainy day. Like when you plan for your rainy day savings, mm-hmm. quote unquote, or you're you're, you know, kind of have the stash, this is the time that you need it for. Yeah. But we also understand that this is us now. We're in year almost nine of our marriage. It was a very different story our first couple of years. If this has happened six years ago, oh, we'd be we in would be in a whole different big trouble situation. Big trouble. And there are plenty of people who are in that particular circumstance so we certainly don't lose sight of that and I just think um for everyone listening and and you know many of you probably are but just you can think of any small way big way that you can help those families in your community wherever you are that um, might face some challenges in the next few weeks because of um, the closures because of schools closing and Mm -hmm. them losing jobs and contracts 
whether it's transportation, offering a ride or offering, you know, meal delivery, something like that. Just just I think it's going to take all of us to really chip in. Yeah, that and, and make sure that you're continuing to support small businesses, because, you know, while the rest of the world is out here um, beating down the doors of the big box locations to get toilet paper and hand sanitizer, um, we cannot abandon these small businesses that really depend on having us to support them. So even if you are one of the people who is trying to be at the crib and ain't trying to really go nowhere, order something online from yeah. these places, you know, whether it's food or clothing or whatever it is that they sell, like those dollars make a difference. So yeah. especially if you're the t- a small business re- retailer that isn't a brick and mortar and you have an online presence, like people need for you to be making those online purchases at this point so that they can still generate revenue and they can still take care of their families um, and to give them something to do while the raggedy kids are running around the house for the next three weeks. Raggedy. 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 I'll change it up. Raggedy. Them raggedy kids. Raggedy ass kids. Oh, goodness. Running around the house for the next three weeks. Y'all keep us in your prayers. Oh, please. We have two teenagers. Not even just raggedy kids. Teenagers are in a separate category. And they're going to be cleaning the whole time. What are you going to be doing? School work and cleaning. I'm going to find a new And they're going to be eating us out of house and home, which, again, grateful to have food that they can eat. But they like to have like 10 meals a day. I'm going to make a meal plan. It's going to be like school. Like, this oh is what's God. on the menu for today. Oh, goodness. This is breakfast. This is lunch. Yes. Stop eating all the snacks. We're going to plan these meals out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The last couple of weeks, um, even without all of the craziness, we are, uh, you know, working to keep our peace of mind and... Uh, you know, just to make sure that we are still being active and, and, and present uh, in the community. Um, so if you listen to our last episode that we posted, that was our live show. That was our very first live show. And when I say it was a live show, it was, it was a live show. Like, it was really, really dope. It was so much so fun. It was so much fun. It was so energetic. It was great to I could quit my job and do that every day. Right? Well, I don't know about it. I mean, yes. I ain't going to quit my job. But it day. definitely, we, you're not. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for resetting. Because I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about I could. Like, like, we definitely like, said we could like do it. Yes, we like, could I definitely could do, do it more often. It was great. It was, it was really wonderful. And we've been wanting to do a live show for a long time. So this was our first time. It was part of Future History Now, yeah. um, which is an annual event um, put on by Mortar, and it was really, really great. So thanks to everybody that came out. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we're looking forward to doing more live shows too. Mm-hmm. So you know, as we. Um, think about what the future looks like for, you know, following this current um, scenario. Uh, once we are allowed to start traveling again outside of our individual neighborhoods, we would love to come to, you know, your city and, you know, host a live show there. Um, and also speaking of hosting, right after we did the live show, we actually got an opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. And it was our first time hosting something uh, on a national scale, like, you know, as, as far as like a convening. So that was really dope. We got to do that. We talked about that during the live show um, in that previous episode. We talked about that we were getting ready to go to D.C. and host this event that featured uh, Clint Smith and 
Brian Stevenson. And so we did that and it was dope. It was amazing. And we were really honored to be a part of such a magnificent event, especially for it to be a national convening. Um, And, you know, to have Clint Smith and Brian Stevenson, you know, at that event. And I got to um, facilitate a, Q, a quick Q&A with Clint Smith. And first of all, he's like a genius. And so mm-hmm. like I'm on, I'm rarely I, I, I wouldn't even say I was intimidated by yeah. him or by being on stage with him. But I will say like he's he's a very, very smart <laughs> man. Yeah. And, you know, and it's kind of and a poet. So, and he's just yeah. a, a very highly skilled intellectual. You know, he's currently at Harvard getting his Ph.D. And he's just, mm. you know, just just really. So it's one of those moments where I'm like. Man, I always want to be on my, you know, P's and Q's and like really on my game. But I felt like even more, like a thousand times more. I wanted to completely be right. <laughs> sharp. Speaking of, speaking of people that you interview, are you allowed to say who you're going to be interviewing, even though the event may get pushed back? Not yet. Not allowed to say. Not okay. yet, but I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate yeah, I the tease. Like, hey, that was good. Hey, I just hey, hey just y'all just need to tune in every listen, episode so you don't miss it. I really appreciate the tease. Yeah, I hope to have a very exciting announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in the next few weeks, but we are waiting to kind of confirm everything. And this is not one of those like faux. No, plus, it's like, not for real. I, I just didn't I know. can't mention it because it was know. all yeah. ready to go. But it, you know, with yeah. all of the things, obviously with with coronavirus, there there are a lot of delays and and postponements happening, and yeah. that's what's going on. So, so we just don't know. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep you posted. I, I'm Definitely. Kyla's new. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm her new agent. You know, so you. I got us the gig uh, in D.C. And then I, I threw her to alley oop on this one, too, Man. that I can't talk about. You but Thank um, you. You know, because I honestly believe that that Kyla is the absolute best host Aww. in the world. Um, and the way that she MCs is just really dope. And I think that, you know, for people who want to elevate their event um, and you're looking for a black woman to help you connect all of the pieces, Kyla's the one to do that. If you're looking for a tag team, you know, to do that, we are the ones to do that. Um, and when we were doing the one in D.C., one of the things that um, I thought was really important was, you know, this thought of, you know, what makes us good MCs for something that has nothing to do with relationships or marriage? And the thing is that everything has to do with relationships. Everything, yeah. And so this particular convening we were doing was for New Profit, and uh, that was that one of our new sounders. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> it can be. It's me literally trying to get some lemon, hot, lim- warm lemon water. You see, I had a coughing fit <laughs> two minutes ago. I don't know what's happening. It's not. You know what? It's not. I'm not going to say it, but it, I'm fine. Sipping on Corona. I'm not sipping on Corona. But that was my glass hitting my little bowl of, from a popcorn snack I had a few minutes ago. Listen, don't judge my life. Okay. Hey, you could have just kept going, but you had to call me out. I played as a sounder. My like, goodness. You know, Let's like, go. You want to. Hey, there you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, you know, I think that that for us, that particular convening with New Profit in D.C. was one where you had a lot of social entrepreneurs and they were, you know, half of the room. And then the other half of the room were funders and foundations and people who are in a position to make investments in those social entrepreneurs. So we are navigating relationships. So even when we're hosting in that capacity, it's still about relationships. So mm-hmm. when I say that, you know, the Permanent Plus One podcast is, you know, life through a marriage lens, like everything in our lives is life through a relationship lens mm-hmm. because it's about who you know and those people help you to move to the next level and to, you know, oftentimes learn more about yourself in that process. So, you know, I thought that that was dope that we were able to kind of tie that into that hosting ability. It was. And I think for us, it's it's always very interesting to hear people's kind of feedback to us. And 
I get the sense a lot of times, and especially with this trip to D.C., that a lot of people are looking almost for this permission or this blueprint roadmap situation to like blend their marriage or their regular life. They yeah. It's like they put it in a bucket and yeah. it can't it can't co and coexist with their work. I think that most people think that marriage is a very private thing. Mm-hmm. And, in, and it is. Mm-hmm. It is a very private thing. Yeah. But I think that it it is not a thing that we allow people to or people feel like they I like the way that you worded it, like they have the permission. Mm-hmm. Like people don't feel like they have the permission to talk about their marriage in a positive way or talk about how it influences their work or talk about how having children changes the way that you look at the world mm-hmm. or, you know, you become more tied into your connection to social entrepreneurship or, you know, your community or, um, you know, making your neighborhood more safe mm-hmm. because you have a family. And I think that a lot of times we don't mention those things because we feel like we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that we often are out here, we just live in like, yo, we got this marriage. We enjoy it. We want other people to enjoy theirs. Right. And I think that sometimes you just need to see somebody else enjoying it and having fun and not complaining about, you know, what marriage is or is not. And then it makes people like reflect on that and say, you know what, I'm going to live out loud with my marriage as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, you know, celebrate it. Yeah, I think that's that's what we try to do is we try to celebrate it. And in that process. We, we try to make everything a celebration. So even at the conference, like this one lady came up to us afterwards and was like, make sure you let us know where you're going to host because I don't care what kind of conference it is. I'm going to come to it. And that was you such a huge compliment. Yeah, I was like, it was so huge. Yeah. And I think that that's what it's just important for us to model that because there should be this sense of integration. Like we understand different people are in different, you know, right. fields and maybe it doesn't work for every single person, but I think there it works for way more people than than actually allow it to happen. Right. So it's just creating a bigger picture and a broader scope of how your life can work and how you can kind of integrate all parts right. successfully. Mm-hmm. And so we try to model that and we got great feedback just from people who I think really just enjoyed having us yeah, as hosts, but also seeing us as this married couple. We had Ava with us in DC. So people, you know, really thought it was cool that she got to come mm-hmm. um, and, and witness that and ask questions and be engaged in it. So I it was still ain't seen her report. She on did Brian write it. Stevenson. I will say mm. she i haven't i haven't fully looked at it either but it is done we just need to review it so that mm. that's that we'll keep y'all posted. that's that <laughs> um so last thing that we also did recently um was the panel we mm. did a panel yeah. last was it last weekend i can't keep I up know. goodness you know, last weekend weekend before either way um yes we were a part of a panel so we were um invited by overflow ministries to join their panel it was a part of a relationship conference and um, we were on a panel, a really great panel. I mean, we had some some really amazing co-panelists. One of them, shout out to Donnie Harper from Good Co. Yeah. He was on the panel with us. I keep um, good company. Yeah, we do keep good company. And so it was just, it was really great to hear people. First of all, we had a great uh, crowd for that one, too. And we got some great questions, we great did. feedback, great energy. Just sometimes being on these panels, you want to feel the energy. You need to feel the energy from the audience that they're engaged, that they're, you know, in that they're receiving what you're saying and it's impacting them in a way. Yeah. And this particular panel was uh, relationships and business and how they kind of merge together. So um, we were talking about kind of the relationships that, you know, because there was there was two married couples on the panel. So it was us and a uh, pastor and first lady. Apostle Mark and um, Pastor Lisa. 
And um, you see how I keep it real, real like vague. I just was, because I, to, I don't be you remembering. Know, there might be, I know. I think. That's listen, fine. that was a big move for me to remember. Yeah, but I do. But I do we remember don't even know. They might, that might not be their name. No, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna com- let me look it up and confirm. Go ahead. A deep pause. I'm gonna look it. All right. So uh, and then we had a couple other um, individuals on the panel as well. Um, who were just talking about kind of their relationship to the community throughout their business and their relationship with customers and, you know, just how building relationships helps you to um, elevate your businesses. And so there were a lot of questions about business. There were some questions about relationship. And so it ties right back into what I was saying a minute ago, like everything ties into relationships. Um, So as you're starting to think about what it is that you want to accomplish in 2020, um, whether that you know whether this coronavirus uh, scenario is making you change the way that you operate, you know, or whatever, and you're coming up with new strategies, focus on your relationships. Figure out ways that you can have deeper, more intimate, and more connected relationships to your clientele, because people who build those relationships with their customer base are the ones who are able to keep customers that'll be loyal to you no matter what is happening in the rest of the world. So just keep that in mind. It's very important to keep in mind, and we talk to entrepreneurs about this a lot um, in classes and just as we encounter them in that, and I always tell them, like, relationships are going to get you further than what you know. You can know, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't have the right relationships and connections to get you in the door or get you that contract or even somebody to pass your name on, um, you're just going to have a harder time, I think. So I think relationships are just a thread that really connect us as people and, and especially connect us um, in business and in the different fields that we're in. So very important to keep relationships in mind. Speaking of relationships in business, um, I am not permitted to give you the information that I'm about to give you. However, um, if you are looking at business opportunities or w- ways to think about you know, generating wealth for your family, you're building that that generational wealth, and you're trying to get into the stock market. I am not a licensed person who does stocks, stockbroker, financial planner, none of that stuff, but I do want you to pay attention to the organizations that are losing money right now. Those might be the types of companies that you want to invest in and watch their stocks because those might be who you want to invest in later. You might really come up if you plan this accordingly. So I was looking at some of the um, companies that are losing the most right now, a lot of them are like airlines um, and definitely cruise lines. Like nobody's getting on no cruise right now at all. No one. In any capacity. No one. And they're losing a ton of money every single day. Their stocks are super low. Um, and like I said, I am not authorized to give you any type of stock tips or anything like that that guides you through that process. But I'm just telling you that if getting into stocks is something that you're interested in, this is a time for you to start talking to your financial planners about the stocks that you should be paying attention to if stocks are the way that you want to go. Because I've been watching some of these companies and like on the daily, they are losing more and more. Their stock is going down lower and lower because nobody is trying to get on a cruise or Mm -hmm. on a flight or you know, some of these restaurants um, are even like, you know, the, the larger like restaurant conglomerates. People are not trying to go to restaurants right now and just hang out with a room full of people they don't know right. that could be bringing whatever. Mm-hmm. And so just pay attention to those things. That's just me offering that as somebody who is learning more about this stuff and wants to make sure that, you know, married couples and people who are not married mm-hmm. are really starting to think about their futures. Um, you know, un- I mean, it's it's. You know, this is a crisis that we're in right now. Yeah. However, 
there are going to be people who profit from this, and I don't want those people to not be you. There is mm-hmm. going to be a manner in which people can make money after we start to rise from this, and as things smooth out, you know, companies will go back to making money, and if you can get your stock while the stock is down, you know, just mm-hmm. a suggestion. And if you're not new to the um, investment game, and maybe you have already you've already laid out your financial plans, I'm no expert uh, either. But what I will say is, I did interview an expert <laughs> just recently about mm-hmm. um, investments, this bear market. Actually, I've I've spoken to several different experts in financial advising and planning, mm-hmm. and both of them consist that two or three of them they've all consistently said. Stick with what you've planned. So do not make any rash decisions over the next couple of weeks. This week we reached bear market, which is a huge financial term, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, when things are really bad. You get the bull and the bear. Yes, yeah. So things were really bad. They are already on their way back up. So you had people who were de- debating on whether they needed to pull everything, yeah. take all their stuff out, and, and the general consensus is, Keep everything the way it is and think more about your long-term plans. Mm. Now, again, check with your financial planner, check yeah. with your person, but just be, you know, don't make any rash de- decisions. Focus on your long-term plan instead of short-term um, reactions. And don't make no decisions based on what you just heard here. <laughs> I've already given you <laughs> we gave a the disclaimer. disclaimer. Don't come after us. Time out with Permanent Plus One <laughs> told it. me that I should take all my money to the casino. We're here to help. Well, ain't nobody told you that. No one told you to go to the I casino. I told you to go to your financial planner. You don't want to go to the, you know the casino is a hotbed for germs right now. Do not Ooh, go to the casino. Yeah, don't go can to you the think casino. can you just imagine? Casinos are probably closed right now. Oh my gosh. I, hmm. I don't know if they're closed, but I do know do they're the there are probably closed? I don't think they do. They probably don't close. They don't. So while we're in Corona land, we have decided we're just going to catch up on some uh, good TV viewing. So as you may know by now, we did cut the cable cord, so we do not have live TV anymore. We're doing all right, though. We are doing just fine. We are saving lots of coins. And we have the Hulu. We have the the Amazon Prime. We have the Netflix. And so I think we're good. Yeah. And we got Bounce. Do we have? Wait a minute. You got you subscribed no, to Bounce? No, it's free. Or it's, fr- it's like it's a, free a free streaming? It's a free app where you can watch Bounce TV and okay. PBS. You've been watching all the old black exploitation N- No, movies. I haven't watched it, but I did download it. Okay. But you can get free PBS, so if anybody's oh, out here looking for good. things for their children to watch during the next three weeks, and you need to ha- make sure that they're doing some educational mm-hmm. outside of the schoolwork that they may or may not be sending home, mm. Download the PBS app, and as long as you got Wi-Fi, you can watch different things, make them write a report, whatever. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, educational material on YouTube as well. Yeah. There's actually a lot of good stuff on YouTube. Now, it get, now it'll get intermingled really easily with yeah. the not-so-good stuff, so you do have to monitor, but there are a lot of great things on YouTube. One for lessons is Khan Academy. I highly recommend. They, they have lots of... Kind? Khan, no, K-A-H-N, oh. Khan Academy. Um, it's either K-A-H-N or K-H-A-N. You'll find it. Khan Academy, they offer a lot of educational resources for kids. I think K through, might be K through 12. Definitely K through like eight. So I would try that. Anyway. um, Speaking of learning online, I want to throw this in real quick. um, While we're on the learning tip. Um, For anybody who, um, what's the thing I got? Hmm. Master. Oh, master class? Master class. Yeah. Uh, Master class is a good one. Um, if you speaking of learning, you know, for adults, like if you're looking at, you know, trying to learn a skill or learn from some of the masters, I got it because of Spike Lee originally, but you know, there's some other people on there like Annie Leibovitz, hers is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, masterclass is something that you could also subscribe to. Doesn't cost a crazy amount of month. I mean, uh, I think I did it for a year. It might be like ninety eight dollars for a full year. 
but it's worth the money. So good. We've seen some really great videos and here. Skillshare. Oh, that's another thing. Real quick. If you are a if you have a certain type of skill on Skillshare, it's a video platform similar to Masterclass, but you can actually sign up to teach. So that could be a method for people who are entrepreneurs or otherwise who are trying to find something to do in this three-week period. If you can sign up for Skillshare, we're not paid, ain't no ads or nothing like that for, for us. We don't get no money. But if you want to place an ad. I was going to say, ad, unless Skillshare hears this. Y'all want to place an but ad. But yeah, you can, you can actually use that as another means of generating revenue, I believe. You yeah. get paid based on the number of people who click on your lessons or whatever. So um, that's another option. But it's a back great to idea. No, it's a great idea. And we're all in this together. We all are having to get, many of us are having to get creative, especially if you're an entrepreneur. So right. we are happy to share ideas. So uh, we did do some viewing today on Amazon Prime and we watched a movie called Life Itself. Do you want to tell them about your description of things that you, when I was trying to select a movie, like... No, I mean, it's not important. Is there. it important? I mean, <laughs> okay, guys. So he at, he's like, well, what kind of movie do you want to watch? And I'm like, uh, I could go for a romantic comedy or a romantic dramedy, or I could go for something that's like, you know, funny, or maybe something that's just kind of deep feeling. I don't know. He's <laughs> like, you literally didn't help me narrow down anything <laughs> what i'm looking at but thankfully yeah we, you we found something fell, we fell into a movie we did we and did and it was amazing and it was so i think olivia wilde olivia yeah. cook wild. is it wild it's so olivia cook came up in the credits but i don't is that a different person it was in olivia there she was, was in the movie there was more than one person in the movie yes so i'm not sure if there's maybe two olivia's it might be either way if you look up the movie life like it, it's 2020 we all have google look up life itself there's an olivia in it <laughs> either way it's a very layered movie so as we're watching it we're like man like First of all, it's shot really well. It is it, the direction in yeah. it is extremely um, engaging. Like it just keeps you moving. And there were a lot of plot twists that we did not see coming. Let me tell you guys something. I have discussed on this podcast before my desires to be, you know, to move my photography over into doing a lot more motion picture work. When I was watching this film, I looked over at Kyla and I said, I don't know if I need to be pursuing this anymore. This movie is like. The way that it's directed, the way that it's shot, the way, like, it's so, the stylized version, like, mm -hmm. the, the cinematography is amazing, yeah. and I'm looking at it like, uh, I ain't gonna be able to top this, you know, so I'm looking at it like, I'm telling you, if, for, for example, if you're a fan of This Is Us, I'll start mm -hmm. there, if you're a fan of This Is Us, then you should watch Life Itself. Definitely. It was written and directed by one of the guys who, I don't know. His Dan name. Fogelman. Yep, mm -hmm. Dan Fogelman. <laughs> And he is one of the writers and, writers and, and producers, yeah, yeah of yeah. This Is Us. So it's very similar to that platform. And what I will say to Alan's, j just his uh, testimonial he just gave there, one of my favorite quotes is, Comparison is the thief of joy. So he's heard this many times. <laughs> and that's literally what he's doing. And the thing is, if you never take the chance and take the risk and put the effort in to see how amazing you can be and to see the incredible work that you can put out, you'll never really know if it could be the same or 10 times better than what the movie was but i digress so this movie life itself very layered um very focused on relationships and what i really took away from it a few things mm. one insecurity is a huge factor mm. in a lot of miscommunication or lack of communication mm. or misdirection misguidance mm. there is mm. i mean and what was refreshing in this movie is that, well, and I won't say that they don't, that it's not typically touched on, but I feel like it showcased it more from the male perspective. You said something else. 
Tell me what I said. No, you you said something. Oh, I, was I that wanna, a word? Thank I don't you. really want to go into it because I don't want to. I know I don't want to spoil it either. Go into the plot, but there are times when men are under the impression that what women desire from them mm. is one thing and what women actually desire is another thing. Mm-hmm. Tyler was talking to the movie at one point and she was like, she don't want such and such. She wants such and such. Why can't you see? And I was just like, yeah, why, why can't you see? You because know? the story he was yeah. telling himself yeah. was very different from the story that's, she was telling him to his that's face. Deep. That's deep right there. Like that could be a whole podcast right there. That is good. We might have to come back to that, y'all. Yeah. Y'all, because it was so good and such a great illustration of something that I believe, you mm-hmm. know, impacts many couples, not just these characters. And not even just couples, but people. Yes, people. Like, there are people who walk around every day, and I, I've said this a lot of times, that when people talk to us, we hear, what we hear and what people say are often two different things. Yes. We often hear through the filter of our experiences so when somebody says something to you, you might be hearing it through the lens of your father or what your mother said and your ex and all of these things. And you start mm-hmm. to take what somebody else has said or their actions and you start to, to filter them through all of these different things yes. that have nothing to do with that person who's talking to you or what their actions have been. And you make up your own narrative in your head mm-hmm. of what is actually true. And you will throw your whole entire existence or relationship or a friendship or, you know, your future away based on what you believe and what your in your belief might not actually be what is true. Yeah, it was so um, intricately displayed in this yeah. movie and, and so layered. Um, one other takeaway for me is that um, you never know what people are going through or have been through. Yeah. Because these people were going through very traumatic scenarios in some cases mm-hmm. or just different things. And it's like they're still living their lives. So they're still showing up at class, still showing up at, you know, work or whatever, or, or still maneuvering around the world. But you walk past this person on the street, you would have no idea what they've gone through. Or yeah. if they're in the coffee shop. And, you know, they're in a daze or something. You just don't know what that person went through to get to where they are. Right. And so that it was a it was a big reminder it's, for me of it's that. It's the interconnectedness. Um, and I always I always tell people that one of my favorite movies is Crash mm-hmm. and the way that they piece together all of these connected things that, you know, there are different people's lives that intersect and, inter, you know, interconnect with other people's lives and in our real lives our lives connect with the people that we interact with and Mm -hmm. you know like you said we don't know what people are going through and I I think that that really is one of the things like you are always talking about kindness and always making sure that you know people are, are, are pushing the agenda of kindness and making sure that we are you know doing things that are beneficial to other people and not just selfishly, you know, pursuing our own ambition. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm reminded of a a quote um, by Mr. Rogers. And, you know, he said, I know that that's one of your people. You know how much I love Mr. Rogers. And then when when Tom Hanks played him, then I was like double in love because you know how much I love Tom Hanks. But yes. And by the way, since this is the coronavirus Tom Hanks episode, has the Rona. You got. I think that's when it got real for me. Okay, yeah. really quick sidebar. But yeah. you were, you were, you were, at, you were in Indy when when I found out, and you were like, "Get ready to do a show." And I texted him all caps, baby. 
<laughs> Tom Hanks has the coronavirus. I just felt like you should hear it from me. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I knew that it wasn't a plague Man. designed for the poor. Right? I mean, because, you know, you, you build these things in your mind. And you're like, okay. Yep. Now, now who's going to actually no, be this harmed is for everybody. by this? And then when you're like, oh, wait, they got Tom Hanks. That's H- when it got they real. Got Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like, I this, mean, this is real. Not that we were. Yeah, not they Not that we were downplaying yeah, I don't it. Know, but I think I, my level of concern did rise. Because yeah. I was like, oh, like, wait. Because you think, you're talking about somebody with money, somebody with yeah. privilege, somebody, you know, who can afford the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so hell, what does that mean for us? Anyway, so back to my quote. <laughs> yes, back to your quote. <laughs> From Fred. Uh, so he said that, you know, when he was a kid, and I'm going to I'm gonna paraphrase, but he said that when he was a kid, his mom said that, you know, in the midst of crisis, look for the helpers. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are always helpers when things are going wrong. Yep. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's what I want to send out to you guys. That's my message for you. As you're going through this and as you're trying to figure out what to do and um, how to maintain, we don't know what the next year looks like. We don't know if this thing in three weeks is done and we all back to business as usual. Um, We don't know if in three months, you know, we don't know. Mm -hmm. So in this process, as the crisis is happening, look for the helpers and prayerfully, one of those helpers will be in your own mirror. And be kind to yeah. people. When you're at the stores, you know, these grocery store employees, you know, general store employees, like uh, they're dealing with a lot of pressure. They're dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of weight. They're dealing with a lot, not just from, you know, it's a lot. It's from both ends kind of for them. Their employer is kind of in this position where they have to have this heightened um, level of workload mm-hmm. and level of awareness, and then also they're dealing with customers every day yeah. who are have you know who are panicking or whatever else. So I had the best experience at the grocery store the other day. The young lady who was at the register, she had a smile on her face. She asked me how I was doing when I walked up. You know, like it mm-hmm. was just a very warm and inviting thing. Contrary to all of the craziness that was happening throughout the store, like I saw people helping. You know, like. I ended up being one of those people because I saw this lady trying to get some detergent down off yeah. the top top shelf, mm-hmm. and she was significantly shorter than me, and she was trying to use something to knock it down. <laughs> and then I've I guess <laughs> I guess she was trying to catch it, and I was just like, "Man, this thing might hit her in the head." So oh I was like, "You man. know, do you need help?" I always ask first mm-hmm. because some people don't want you to come some and do don't. stuff for them. So I was like, "Do you need help?" She said yes, and so I went and got it. And then she was like, "Well, why why are you up there? Can you also get <laughs> get that other way?" <laughs> like, there. sure, I'm here. Whatever. <laughs> You know, I was cool. I wasn't pressed for time. I was just chilling. And then when I come back, there was a guy who was stocking the toilet paper as fast as he could Mm -hmm. on the shelf because as soon as he put it up there, somebody would take it down. And then I saw somebody walk past him and say, do you need help? A customer asked the man putting the stuff on the shelf, do you need help putting it on the shelf? so nice. He's going to help this man who's literally getting paid, whereas everybody else is like, I don't get paid to do Mm -hmm. that. You know, he stopped and was like, hey, do you need help? And the guy was like, no. But, you know, it was just that I'm seeing the kindness. I'm seeing the helpers. And they are out here. So just remember that one thing. Last thing, Lupe Fiasco had some words that I want to share with you guys here on the podcast because I think that what he said was amazing. I'm not going to – I'm going to share the actual video on the Permanent Plus One um, Instagram page. But – I'm going to tell you what he said in his thing. He was talking about canceling shows, and he also talked about 
this coronavirus does not make you crazy. It does not make you panic. It does not make you be unkind. It does not make you price gouge. He said, those are the things that were in you anyway. He was like, so don't let a virus bring things out of you that are not actually in you. And so, you know, in that same vein, be the helper. Be kind. Find a way to help somebody else in this process because whatever you're going through, there's somebody who's going through something else that is much worse, and we want to make sure that we're taking care of people in this process. That's a great word. That's a great word. Hey, we're just here to help, man. That's what we're here for. And we hope we could uh, provide some relief some laughs and some insight yeah. and things for you guys we know it's just it's a, it's a it's a tough time right now you know but we're just trying to keep our feet on the ground and heads up be you know have some joy have some offer some peace and um just do your best every day that's all you can do one day at a time do your best um and uh yeah we appreciate you guys checking us out and we'll hopefully fingers crossed i'm actually crossing my fingers right mm-hmm. now as Alan is my witness no I'm just saying. <laughs> that no, I said uh, we'll hopefully have an announcement. Uh, no, hopefully, oh. no, hopefully we will get we will be able to batch out some <laughs> good content during this time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be dope. We'll try. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. We love y'all. Hey, um, you know what? Follow us on social media. We're gonna we're gonna work on some stuff in this we next are. three weeks. We're gonna come up with some cool stuff. We are. We want to make sure that we're keeping people engaged, keeping you smiling, keeping you uh, connected. Um, even in this time where people are being advised to disconnect from each other face to face, we want to make sure that we're doing what we can to keep you connected virtually. So um, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. It's permanent plus one, all spelled correctly. And until the next time, love each other. <laughs>